What a week, guys. What a week, what a week, what a week, what a week. But we here, and we getting through it, and we gonna keep getting through it. We warriors. We built like that. We built for this. This is our time. We not running scared. We not running not a damn place. This is where heroes get statues built. This is the time to shine. This is when you get on that stage. They put the mic. They put the mic just so. What you gonna do? You gonna grab that mic and start jumping? Get the crowd going? Or you gonna stand there to this feedback? Everybody looking at you crazy. What are you going to do? They passed you the ball. It's five seconds left. Other team up by one. It's your time to make a play. It's your time to make history. It's your time to turn day to night. Light up the night sky. It's your time to write your name in the clouds. It's your time to be victorious. We gonna win. We gonna make it. 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 We gonna make it, we gonna make it, we gonna make it. We gonna make it, we gonna make it, yeah. What's going on, gang? It's your boy Phantom Fuego. I thought I thought I thought that was just a good way to start off today, man, because whew. This week has been tense. This week has been it's been, it's been rough out there, guys. You know? Depending on what part of the country you're living in, it's been different levels of intense. Depending on what part of the world you're living in, it's been crazy all around the world. From France to Italy to Poland, Australia, Europe, several parts of Europe, several parts of Africa. You know, of course, we all see the situation going on in Nigeria, which nothing but love and Safe travels and peace out there. NSARS now, NSARS now, NSARS now. We see what's happening. So we know the vibes. We can feel it in the air. You can feel the green reaper floating. But at the same time, we don't. We don't let their plans win. We don't let what they want to do with our future be our future. We don't let them turn out victorious. We don't stop them. We don't let them stop us. 
from moving forward. This is absolutely the time. This is absolutely the time. If not now, when? If not us, who? Can you feel the Grim Reaper floating? Sal Preacher quoting scriptures from Revelation. Talk about he got the devil waiting. Body all lift up, so levitating. Listen, I feel the love in the air, man. I feel it's our time to take this thing back over. I feel, I feel they feel that too. I feel a lot of the things of old is not going to be here no more. And a lot of the ways of old is about to flip. I feel a lot of these old systems, a lot of the old technology is just not going to be around anymore. A lot of the old ways of doing business, a lot of the old ways of doing commerce, a lot of the old ways that we just engage socially are just not going to continue to exist. It's a whole new world coming in. It's literally a shift in the atmosphere, a shift in the timeline, like a rip, like a whole new world coming in. Those that adapt with the times will make it. Those who can change like chameleons will get through, will get by. Those who can be resourceful will always find a way like cream to rise right back to the top. Where you see yourself I know if you in this audience, you're going to be at the top. I know if you listening to me right now, you're going to be rising. Because you cream. Cream always find this level. Cream always get to the top. You listening to this, I know you excellent. I know you amazing. I know you a star. I know you built for bigger and better shit. <laughs> yeah. I know you built to be amazing. I know you built to take the world over. And you probably already flaming it up in your own way, in your own lane. We flamethrowers and fire starters over here. And if you ain't figured out what your flame is yet, that's cool. That's okay. I promise you. Just take a moment to reflect inward. Talk to those you know who got your best interests at heart.
Talk to your friend. Your loved one, your missus, your mister. I'm saying your friend, your other friend. However you get it in. <laughs> your friend, your other friend, however you get it in. Hey. <laughs> but I'm talk to y'all, but talk to talk to them, man. Talk to your trusted confidants. Phantom Fuego the rap phenomenon. Hey, nah, I'm playing. But um Hey, talk to your trusted confidants. Talk to your Talk to the ones that you know, know you the most and as closest to you. If you ain't flaming up already. Or you might not be flaming in the right lane so your match don't get as hot as it could. Because while you doing something you might be a hate at. There might be something you might be immaculate at that you ain't. Think about that. So it's always good to keep those lines of communication open with those you can really trust with. Hit you with some real truth. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Phantom Fuego. This is his got a point of view. <laughs> Bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews. Just a twist of his got a point of view. How the hell you doing out there today, man? Ladies and gentlemen. Brothers and others. Sisters and misters. Everybody in between, keep it mean, keep it clean. If I forgot you, know I love you either way. Know your brother Phantom Fuego here to stay. Do this every Sunday and Wednesday, not just today. Young kid on these beats, I gonna play. <laughs> like a six-year-old at the schoolyard. I go too hard. But yeah. How y'all doing, man? What's going down? Are you are you are you are you hearing the madness in the streets? Can you feel the green reaper flowing? Do you feel that, do you know that everything has a duality? So even if the Grim Reaper flowing, there's an angel of love and a spirit of truth and a spirit of goodness and a spirit of justice. Also making his way around and trying to see what's good. And depending on what the people decide, depending on which way the people lean, this thing can shift left or right just like that. With the snap of a finger, we can change the world. With the snap of a finger, we could change the world. With the snap of a finger, <laughs> we change it all. We could really change it all, y'all. We could really change it all. I trust and believe. I don't give a fuck how crazy you look outside. Part of my vernacular. You know Phantom Fuego when he's spitting, he's spectacular. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm a little silly right now. The brother on some Wookiees. Shouts to the kitchen. They keep it all. Keep it all stacked. Shouts to the kitchen. They keep it all packed. East Coast kitchen. East Coast medibles. East Coast edibles. <laughs> They always pack a punch, they so incredible.
Yeah, but you know, it is what it is, man. I hope I hope everybody is getting through these times and not throwing away too many friendships. Cause I, you know, I I caught myself up in that at the beginning of this madness. You know, it was, it, it 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 swept the soul up. Why? Why? What is going to be resolved? You know? Why? Why? What? How will we, how will we benefit as a community, as families, as a community, as boroughs? As counties, cities, states, wards, districts, regions, how will we benefit if we tear apart? How will we unite if we just tone apart? How can we ever trust if we just torn apart? Why would you want your ring if she ain't got your help? Hey, I wish you want your ring if you ain't got her, or if she ain't got your help. Yo, I just be, man, coming up off, you spitting this, spitting that hot shit off the mental. Ain't a fuck a wicked no need for no instrumentals. We don't get on beats. The brother is man of fake. I don't. I don't see what's the point of us tearing each other apart, yo. I don't get what we gonna get from that. I don't understand what we expect to achieve. We shouldn't expect to achieve nothing <laughs> from that. We we should expect to achieve not a goddamn thing from tearing each other apart, tearing each other asunder. What are we going to gain? We goofy sometimes, man. We really, in the immortal words of Black Dot, shout out to the Black Dot. Check out the episode if you haven't with Black Dot of Urban X, the Urban X podcast came and blessed me. Also of tall, dark, and handsome fame, educator, activist, writer, just an amazingly talented, good, humble brother that does it for the, for the streets and gives back to the hood. Definitely shout to Urban X. But in the immortal words of Black Dot, that's really some goofy. That's some goofy. Like, what what do you plan on? What do you think you're going to get? How do you think you're going to gain? What do you think you're going to win? Nothing, nothing, nada. Nothing, nothing, nada. Nothing, nothing, nada. Nothing, nothing, nada. Yay! Nothing, nothing, nada. Nothing, nothing, nada. Nothing, nothing, nada. Nothing, nothing, nada. Hey! Let's stop throwing each other away over the nonsense, man. Because at the end of the day, it would be really sad if you throw away friendships you had for 10, 20, 30 years. Over a four-year situation. 
It's Phantom Fuego. This is His Ghetto Point of View. Bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews, which is a twist of His Ghetto Point of View. Let's see what's going on in the news today. So many things, guys. So many things. 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 First of all, shout out to Busta Rhymes for an amazing album. You guys are haters. Some of y'all is really... Some some people out here really disgusting haters. That Busta Rhymes album explains... Like, I saw people talking crazy. I saw people talking grease. Oh, that album is trash. It's, it's just whack. Which song? I mean, every joint I've heard... I'll have a full review of it next week, but every joint, not next week, I'm sorry, on Sunday, gang. Well, I guess that is next week, technically, so y'all know what I mean. I'll have a full review next episode, but um, every joint I've heard of for Buster's project, ELE2, has been crazy. Absolutely crazy. Extinction Level Event 2 so far has been an amazing Amazing album. The track he got with Anderson Pac, fire. The track he got with Kendrick Lamar, fire. Zaw featuring MOP, fire. Master Pharrell Muhammad with Rick Ross, fire. What are we talking about? What are we really talking about? The album is amazing. The songs are amazing. The the visuals that I've seen so far have been amazing. I don't know what you want. He really took his time with this project. You can see that this project was really a therapeutic experience for the for the big brother. That gentleman, that rapper, that artist, whatever, whatever tag you want to, whatever tag you feel comfortable associating with Busta Rhymes at this time time in his rap career, his legendary historic rap career. I mean, this is an amazing body of work. I mean, I'm listening to it. I'm putting songs on repeat. I'm it's amazing. I every other song I'm hearing, I'm just more more impressed. I'm just going to keep it a hundred with you. I didn't know Buster had this in the tank at this level of the game. I thought, I right, the project was going to be dope. It's really good. Like I can't. What can be said? Everything is great. Great visuals. He's really putting the time and the energy and the effort in in a time where people are getting, you know, a bit of a pass for how things are going with COVID right now. He's putting out the visuals that you used to see with albums of that magnitude during that era. He's returning it to something that 
may have been lost recently. And I think that's an excellent thing. I think that's an excellent thing. I think we need hip-hop albums of this magnitude, of this caliber, the big-budget videos, the the special effects, the the different actors and actresses. The, you know what I mean? We I think we need projects of this magnitude right now. Got Chris Rock, you know what I'm saying, talking his talk on a couple on a couple tracks. I don't this is what we needed at this moment. Like I think it's an amazing album. I think it's a dope contrast to a lot of the other music coming out right now. And I think there's space for all of it because it all lives and exists digitally. So the right audiences can easily gravitate to the project and it can be marketed to the right people who will love it and appreciate it and listen to it and share it and, and bump it. And, you know, hopefully get to see some type of live or digitally live experience. I know we did a YouTube show a couple weeks back. Um, that was, you know, very dope. You know, hopefully, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a dude that I hope to see in a versus soon as well. And uh, I think that'll just help the album get even more light and more shine and, you know, help another, help this, uh, uh, help people who may not be as familiar with Buster's work get in tune and get in line. Cause I mean, he's amazing. And I think that'll only help his catalog get even more wreck and more shine. But the brother, you know, <laughs> He's he he he's not really in a position where he needs it, but I mean, <laughs> never hurts. So shout to Buster Rhymes. I think ELE Two is an amazing project, and I'm only getting into it, uh, taking my time with it because it's really a dope project. I really like it, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm just enjoying it also. Shout out to Coffee, her new single, her new single to Pressure Remix is absolutely insane. I love it. I love it a lot. I love it a lot. I'm a big fan of Coffee's music. I'm a big fan of her work. She killed the Grammys last year. She's been destroying for a couple years now, and now she's starting to get on a bigger scene and a bigger wave. Um, I really, really love all her music, you know what I mean, from her earlier work like Ragamuffin. Uh, to to newer tracks like I really love Pressure, I really love Rapture. You know, Rapture's of course a big record, um, but you know, Throne Throne pretty much is my personal favorite. But you know, all of the records is dope, man. Lockdown is dope. I really like it. I like Coffee's music a lot. I think she's bringing a young, vibrant love energy to you know the the the, the reggae scene. I think she's she's. She's got a little bit of a dance hall flair, but she's got a lot of roots reggae in what she's doing. And I think she's going to help bring the roots reggae scene back and help a lot of the elder statesmen be able to really shine up again. You know, just like I feel like Greg Griselda is helping kind of usher in a lot of the lyrical stuff again for the elder statesmen of the hip hop scene. I think she'll be able to combine enough of the roots and new age music, the new beats, the new dancehall, the new, the new cadences and styles with enough of the old root stuff. And she's able to blend the world so seamlessly. And she's got all these amazing legendary features on tracks. And then she can also on a track like W tap a dude like Gunna. You know what I'm saying? Because again, her music blends the new and the old. And it's, it's so dope. 
I really, really like Coffee's music a lot. If you haven't listened to Coffee, K-O-F-F-E, stop playing, take a second, check her out. Um, yeah, her new single, Pressure, the Pressure remix is so dope. Uh, Sisla Kalanji, I believe, is on that record with her, and he goes to work. Um, but yeah, shout out to Busta Rhymes, ELE2 is so, so fire. Again, you know, the single with Anderson Pac is dope, single with Kendrick is dope, single with MOP is dope. Like, it's dope, man, it's really good work. Master Farad Muhammad with Rick Ross, an amazing, amazing record. What can you say? What can you say? What can you say? So, oh man, in other news, in other news, in other news, guys, it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week, uh, of course, with the presidential election so tight. Uh, we don't want to call it yet, but it looks like, you know, it's leaning to the Democratic Party, Biden and Kamala Harris ticket being taking the House. Uh, Trump made some very incendiary comments yesterday, uh, stating that, you know, he felt that they should have won. He feels that there's a grave injustice going on. There's a lot of people are still, he was making the allegation that people were still voting well into the night. That's a very incendiary conversation. If that is actually happening, that would be an absolute travesty of justice. That would be an absolute travesty of justice. But some people might feel, well, you know, whatever you got to do to get this guy out, get him out. And some people might feel like, you know, yeah, we want him out, but we should do it the correct way. And some people might feel, I don't care. I don't care. I want Trump going. And I just say, wow, I don't really support a lot of the things that Donald Trump has done, I can say personally that, you know, I don't know, as a black man, I don't know which president has done the most to benefit me and my community, and, you know, so it's like, well, I hear a lot of other people's grievances about these things, I don't know which way it affects me and my community, either way, you know what I'm saying, and I know that sounds crazy, it's like, oh, yeah, Donald Trump is a racist, but I don't really want to get into that because I feel like me being in this country the way I am is a product of racism. And he's just a product of the system that has enslaved people, mass incarcerated people, subjected people to all types of tyranny, all types of torture, all types of heartache, all types of pain, all types of strife. All types of abuse, all types of dilemmas, all types of complete, utter, chaotic existence. He is just a manifestation of that same system continuing on. And I know some people will say, well, he's so bad and he's much worse. Is he much, is he worse than slavery? I don't know. And some people might be like, well, that's an extreme contrast and some people might be like yes he's just as bad as that you know i respect both people's perspectives both sides perspectives both narratives i respect all the perspectives because you know everybody may have some very good things to add to the conversation about that but as a black man in america as a family man out here as an artist out here educated master's degree as an educator as an informed citizen, as a taxpayer, as, you know what I mean, somebody who cares about his community, tries to get involved every way I can with the kids, etc. in my community. 
I don't I don't know if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't know one way or the other how much tactile on the ground things we can touch and feel will change either direction. Some people would say that's blasphemous to say. I'm not really debating it right now, you know. This is his ghetto point of view. (laughs) Bringing you the news, views, previews, reviews with a twist to his ghetto point of view. So I'm not really, I'm not really debating this right now. You know, this is just his ghetto point of view. I don't, either way, I'm not sure what would change on the ground. I feel there will still be homelessness. I feel there'll still be hunger. I feel there'll still be so many abuses of power and mis- mismanagements of justice. I feel those things will still go on every day, regardless of which side takes the presidential seat because so much more practical and stuff goes on in the lower levels of government. Your local government, your city, your state government, your school boards, that stuff has so much more of a bigger impact on people's day-to-day lives sometimes than the legislation that comes down from the very top. Now, the legislation that comes down from the very top could drop the hammer. Bang! Drop the hammer. And it'd be over. And you won't know what to do. But um, this, but outside of that, outside of that, outside of that, it's uh, yeah, not not very much going on. That the federal level will do that would impact your life more than the local city state, borough-wide level. Those levels are huge, and not enough people pay attention to local government. People say they want to get involved. People say they want to put all this energy in. I really hope that this is just the spark for many people, and this translates to a lot of local government activity and action, because in being a part of local government, you know, we can really change things and impact things that really help our lives on local levels. Yes, you want to try to help change things on a grand scale all the time, but your local elections are so big and so huge. Speaking of local laws that are really, really dope and important, New Jersey just uh, legalized. Recreational use, and now we'll be in the process of getting all of the things together that are associated with having legal use, dispensaries, things of that nature. So, uh, shout out to New Jersey for that. That's really dope. Um, I think there were a couple places that actually went. Montana voted to legalize adult use yesterday. South Dakota voted to legalize adult use and medical cannabis. Mississippi voted to legalize medical cannabis. Arizona voted to legalize adult use. New Jersey voted to legalize adult use. 
stuff like that. Voting makes an absolute, absolute difference. Voting is so essential. Voting is so essential. So, you know, you know my story. Number one, roll it is out everywhere. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Oh boy, I roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. Oh boy, I roll it. Right, roll it is out everywhere. Number one. Number two, if you're not bopping with roll it, what's wrong with you? Roll something up and listen to roll it. Number three. Marijuana, from an adult use or a medical use perspective, has so many benefits that the benefits far away to use, the tax relief that it will bring to so many different states far outweighs any of the negative stereotypes or negative propaganda that used to follow it in early years. Marijuana. You know, with an H, that evil Mexican stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff that's that pretty green that everybody love now. <sighs> Had to get a sip of that beautiful lemon ginger tea. You know how that go. Shout to Bigelow. Bigelow, Bigelow, Bigelow. Bigelow, Bigelow, Bigelow. Anyway. Yeah, shout out to those amazing, shout out to that, that's amazing news on the cannabis front. And uh, speaking of additional news on the cannabis front, since that happened, New Jersey, you know, shout out to Jersey. Once that happened, <laughs> which, you know, people are going to need to have information at their disposal at that point. So uh, one of the highest search things after that happened was people searched how to roll up joints. Can't make this up. How to roll up joints. Searches soared after news that legal recreational use just passed. So, according to an article with the new in the New York Post, and of course some people be like, "Boo! The Post. The Post has no credibility right now." The Post has absolutely no credibility right now. Stop it. It's a huge paper. It's the number four. It's the number four distributed paper across the entire globe. So stop. Let's, let's, not, let's not do that. Right? So according to this article in the New York Post, New Jerseyans legalized recreational marijuana Tuesday, then spent the rest of the night Googling how to roll a, do- a joint online data shows. There was a 28 28- increase in a search for the term over four hours in the evening according to google figures another trending term was when will weed be legal in new jersey still the state's happy happy heads aren't due for a legal toke in the near future tisk 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 there's always an asterisk about this the state legislator still has to decide on how to regulate the sure to be a hit industry including with the help of a cannabis regulatory commission whose members have yet to be appointed. A resident tweeted before the measure passed Tuesday, I have three victory joints rolled up ready to go. And if it doesn't pass, I'll still have three joints ready to go, you know? So, hey, I mean, I just feel like the regulation is dope. 
because it'll make sure people have a good idea of the quality of stuff that they're getting. So I'm not mad at the regulation, but also, and you know, it'll kill a lot of the underground problems and stuff. The marijuana industry is an amazing industry. People should get in on it. People should, you know, if you're interested in it, go to school for it. I'm definitely looking at ways that I can personally involve myself because I love it. And um, I'm a big fan of the marijuana industry. And I think it is only here to stay. Uh, continuing with the article, after the state constitutional amendments passage, a reporter mused in a tweet about how many pizza joints would be swamped with orders for media workers on election night, prompting a journalist to respond, how many peeps are about to roll legal joints in NJ? <laughs> so good times to be had, good times to be had, good times to be had. Anyway. Shouts to the Post for that amazing article. Shouts to the Post for that amazing article. And, uh, yeah, good job voting, guys. You see how voting can help on a local level? Come on. Come on, now. Come on, now. And, uh, listen, don't want to take a negative turn in the show, guys, but we really have to send our condolences uh, Jonathan Kirk, a.k.a. The Baby, and his family. Um, unfortunately, uh, it's been reported by page six that uh, the baby's older brother passed away via suicide. Jessica Bennett of page six reports that the brother of North Carolina rapper The Baby has died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. TMZ, of course, TMZ reports the rock star artist's older brother, Glenn Johnson, took his own life Tuesday just hours after he shared a video to social media in which he visibly was visibly crying, was visibly upset and crying. He also had a gun with him in the unsettling clip. <sighs> so sad. In this video, Johnson claimed to have been wrong several times in the past. Around 4 p.m., sources say he shot himself in the head. Johnson is reportedly survived by three daughters and a son. The baby has yet to publicly acknowledge Johnson's passing. Jesus, man. R.I.P. to Glenn Johnson. Suicide is real. Suicide is up right now in this country. Suicide is up right now around the world with everything going on. Like, you know, just keep a level head about you guys. You know, know your love. No people love you. No people love you. No people love you. No people love you. No, I love you. Like, for real. I love you. Like, know that there's love coming through this, these sound waves right now. Like, I hope you can feel it. I hope it's visceral. I hope it can warm your soul. Like, I hope you light up the night. I hope you're successful in everything you want to be. I hope you live in abundance. I hope we all live in abundance. We all live in abundance. We all live in wealth. We all live in our... Wildest dreams out here. Suicide is real with everything going on in the country. Fool lines is running around blocks. I saw a clip. I couldn't believe it. In Hawaii, Hawaii of all places, you had food lines so long going down blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks because a lot of Hawaii relies so heavily on a, lug a luxury industry, travel, Vacations, 
that's a luxury industry. And when people can't really travel because of COVID, you're going to have tons of people out of work. Those people out of work will be on lines, hungry, trying to get food. Being out of work is not a game. Being hungry is not a game. And when you live in a place like Hawaii where I think like 90% of their GDP for that state is based on the travel industry. People coming in and buying your overpriced items and enjoying the heck out of themselves. I've heard Hawaii is very expensive to live in because of the tourism industry. I'm sure they have low income areas, hoods or whatever as well as every other place does. But a ton of Hawaii, from what I've gathered, is very expensive. Well, the, the, the parts that people would go for tourism or the city-like parts of Hawaii are very expensive to live in. And, like, to see those food lines, I mean, they were literally going for blocks and blocks and blocks. People's cars were going up, down, and around streets. It was... It was very, very humbling to look at. It makes you kind of appreciate what you have, even when you don't have much, even when you're going through shit, even when shit is bad for you, even when you don't know what your tomorrow looking like. It makes you realize that somebody else's tomorrow might be just as bad or if not worse. So what you can do is hug your family, hug your loved ones, tell them you love them, tell them you love them, tell them you love them again. Tell them you love them some more. And just kiss them, hold them tight, and let them know that y'all going to ride through and get through together. Because this is, this is interesting times, and it'll test your metal. It'll test your will. It'll test your desires. It'll test your, your will to live. It'll test your will to want to live. Man, this shit will test your will to want to live. It'll test your will to want to survive. It'll test your will to carry on. <sighs> but this shit is hitting down here, man. It's, it's a good time now. It's a good time. It's a good time. Like, no matter no matter what, the alternative is, is nothing. I mean, who wants that, right? As much as some people say they want to give up on it all, I have yet to hear somebody who gave up on it all come back and say, this is the most amazing decision I made with my life, pun intended, because I think life is a precious thing. And even myself, I find myself sometimes not appreciating life as much as I should, not valuing every day as much as I could, not loving people as much as I can, not being as patient as I should. Not being as understanding as I could be. Not being as loving and nurturing with things as I need to. And I think in these times, these are really the best times for us all to practice those techniques, practice those habits. Get into the, the habit of loving things more, of nurturing things more, of showing more patience, showing more humility, focusing on the people that really matter giving the people that really matter all the support and encouragement they need to level up 
Because them leveling up, level up the gang. And the gang leveling up is all that matters. The gang leveling up is all that matters. It's legacy plays out here. If you ain't about legacy plays, what you really talking? We trying to be immortal. We trying to live forever. And the only way not to live forever is to be lazy. So if you lazy, that's your business. But if you want to live forever, like me, you know you got to be out here getting to it. Getting to it, getting to it, getting to it. So with that being said, this is his ghetto point of view. Thank you guys so much for rocking. If this is your first time rocking with the show, thank you so much for joining in and tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe to the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. His ghetto point of view comes on Wednesdays and Sundays. Please share the show with your friends on your social medias, your Facebooks. Share the show on your Facebook stream. Share the show on your Twitter. Much love. I really do appreciate it. Share the show on your snap. Let people know that you bangs with his ghetto point of view all day. You know what I mean? I really love it. I have the greatest audience in the world, and if it wasn't for you guys, this show wouldn't be making the moves that it's making. I really appreciate everything that you guys do for me and what this show is opening up. And if you can, please do support. Please do support. Please do support. Please hit the PayPal, phantomfuego at gmail.com. P-H-A-N-T-M. P-H-U-E-G-O at gmail.com. That is P-H-A-N-T-M. P-H-U-E-G-O at gmail.com. Please support and also phantom-fuego-42. That is P-H-A-N-T-M dash P-H-U-E-G-O dash the number four, the number two on Venmo. So phantom-fuego-42 on Venmo. So the PayPal again is phantomfuego at gmail.com and the Venmo is phantom-fuego-42. Please support, guys. Your support helps me do everything to keep this show rocking, rolling, and making moves to get to the next level. I'm going to take a quick break. Be right back. See ya. <laughs> yeah, guys. So once again, shout out, uh, you know, well wishes to the baby. Um, and his fam in this crazy time. Um, and other news, guys. Uh, not so serious news, uh, but serious, definitely serious on some levels, but not as serious as a life being taken so young. Little Nas X calls out Dave East for, you know, throwing shade at his uh, Halloween costume and his choices. Everybody's seen at this point. He chose to be Nas Mirage and uh, gave homage to an artist that, you know, he felt like giving homage to with his choice of costume. Little Nas X calls out Davies for being homophobic, allegedly, uh, for shading his uh, costume, according to the Shade Room. And the article says, Little Nas X is trying, just trying to barb in peace after paying homage to Nicki Minaj, a, rap, a rapper he has had an interesting relationship with, to say the least. Little Nas X received both praise and shade for his Halloween costume. One of the people who had something to say was Dave East. For some reason, Dave has had out for Little Nas X, tracking back to Little Nas's beginnings. Dave can be considered 
more of a lyrical rapper when compared to Nas, but it was unclear why Dave gave his unsolicited opinion back in 2019 when he called Little Nas' ex Old Town Road Super Whack. Little Nas X never seems to worry too much about the criticism and often trolls the people who have something to say. Fast forward to Halloween and Dave X posted Little Nas X's Nicki Minaj costume in his story with the message and y'all was mad at me about this dude. Dave also said Batiman, bun up, which in Jamaican Patois is a slang slur often associated to refer to a gay man. Little, little Nas X addressed Dave, Dave for once again giving his unsolicited opinion and calling him out for being homophobic in true Little Nas X trolling style. It's Batiman, B-A-T-T-Y, as Little Davey spelled it, B-A-T-I. Dudes can't even be homophobic the proper way, butchering the hell out the patois. <laughs> he, he, you know, that is a little Nas got him back with that one. I can't, I can't front. Uh, it's... We'll keep you posted if Dave responds to that one. And uh, shout out to the Shade Room for uh, this uh, interesting article. You know, people can uh, enjoy their Halloween however they want to, you know, but you know, you might take some shots from people. But little Nas X looked like he took that shot on the chin and definitely came back with a nice two piece combination of his own. Uh, he knows that you can't be in the game without being able to play the game. So definitely shout to little Nas X. Uh, for being a, being the uh, individual he is and uh, taking that one on the chin and coming back with a haymaker of his own. So, uh, yeah. That is a funny thing. Anybody who's seen the costume, please let me know what your thoughts are on it. HisGhettoPointOfView at gmail.com. HisGhettoPointOfView at gmail.com. And once again, thanks and, thanks and shouts to everybody who listens to the show. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe to the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Wednesdays and Sundays, we get to it. We get to it. We get to it. It's definitely an interesting week. I'm going to uh, jump back in with uh, another show tomorrow just for some updates on the election situation. So uh, I'm not going to stay on too, too long today. Uh, last story of the night. Um, maybe two um, Trump supporters blocked the roads in New York and New Jersey, uh, blocking, uh, one in particular was Biden's, uh, bus with his assistance on it. They thought Biden, I guess, would be on the bus himself and it would be a Biden caravan, but, uh, it ended up not being on there and Trump actually defended the Texas drivers for blocking the roads. And, uh, that also went on in New Jersey as well. Also, uh, Tyler Perry is hiring new writers. Uh, according to a Rolling Out article, uh, Tyler Perry to hire new directors and writers for his amazing Tyler Perry Studios. At the beginning of 2020, Tyler Perry was criticized when he bragged that he's the only writer and director of all his many television shows and movies. Uh, the founder and CEO of, Gar of the Gargantuan Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta has pivoted from the previous posture that he has no writer's room. He now intimates he wants to bring in young creatives into his empire, or perhaps this was Perry's vision and goal all along. 
which was to build TPS to a creative plateau and then begin transitioning the creative authorities at the studio in increments. Perry, 50 years old, is looking forward to bringing in fresh, exciting talent. He explained, he explained to Variety magazine. Michelle Sneed, the president of production and development for Tyler Perry Studios, told Variety of Perry's plans for an infusion of dynamic filmmakers and scribes. We're super excited about the young up-and-coming filmmakers and new writers that we are working with, she says. Tyler has solidified his place in the industry. In the industry, his brand is amazing and will continue to grow. Then on the other side, we're working on promoting and providing a platform and advocating for this new talent, both in front of and behind the camera. And I mean, that only makes sense. You've built up this amazing platform. You've got the distribution model. You've got built-in fans all around the world. Bring in some young, spicy writers, some young, edgy filmmakers, give them budgets, let them go to work, let them go to work and distribute, 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 man. That, that would be the real t testament of his legacy, you know, I, I like that he brings in a lot of, you know, minority and black, black American, um, different, you know, Hispanic, Latinx producers, actors and stuff. Uh, but, you know, it'd also be good to allow some of that diversity to, to come into your writing room, to create a writing room, to, or if you don't want a writing room for them for your projects, to allow them to do projects under your brand. And for you to help get those projects to a larger platform, I think that only makes sense. And I think that would only solidify his position even further as a boss in the film and entertainment industry. So shouts to Tyler Perry. Uh, the article goes on to say this represents about an about face from what Perry said to his six million Instagram followers in January 2020, saying, I have no writer's room. Nobody writes any of my work. I write it all. He then added this after he was hit with a blizzard of criticism. My writer's room, to the millions of you who are loving what I do and watch my shows every week, don't worry, I ain't stopping. Don't forget the haves and have-nots returns on OWN and the Oval and Sisters returns tomorrow on BET. So he just posted a room where he was just by himself in a dope log cabin next to a fireplace getting his writing in. So listen, obviously... No matter what you say about his formula, if it's redundant, if it's repetitive, if you think he takes a lot of classic stereotypes about women and classic tropes about men and women and our relations, particularly he's taking a lot of shots for his uh, depictions of black women in uh, very helpless situations far too often or uh, out of control situations, um, though they may, though, of course, a lot of that stuff may actually exist in true life, um, some people would wonder uh, can you please, you know, just mix up and diversify the product offering and show people in different lights? Sometimes everybody is not a sad case. So I can definitely understand the criticism and I'm glad that he's taking the time and initiative to bring in some other writers. I think that's only going to be dope and only going to help him to continue to build his brand and build up like Kevin Hart has Heartbeat Productions, has a bunch of younger artists and comedians producing their own content under him and you know also older acts cat williams has done the same thing for artists like lunell 
and uh, gentleman's name escapes right now. That was on. Oh, his name escapes me right now, but um, name escapes me right now at the moment. But uh, Kevin Hart and Cat Williams both had comedians on the the show. Uh, it was on NBC. Name escapes me at the moment. I do apologize. Little Rel, Little Rel, uh, Little Rel was a Cat Williams affiliate, and uh, Little Rel, uh, got to do his thing on the Michael. Oh man, name completely escapes me. Let me just, what the hell am I doing? Just look it up, right? But anyway, do apologize, do apologize, bear with me one moment, bear with me one moment, shouts to imdb.com, <laughs> they always got absolutely all the good movie information that you may need, so uh, Lil Rel Howery, movie star, playing a bunch of dope stuff. Of course, he's only five foot six. Jesus Christ. I guess they would call him Lil for no reason. Brother is Lil. But I loved his role in Get Out. Um, To be honest, he's also in that Sneakerheads thing that just came out. And he's done some stuff for The Shy. But uh, before all of that, well, not. Jeez, it doesn't have the name of the show he was in here. That's great. The Carmichael Show. There you go. He was in the Carmichael Show. And the Carmichael Show, as you know, guys, had Tiffany Haddish, Loretta Devine, David Allen Greer, Jerry Carmichael. So, you know, it was a very good show. And uh, as I was saying... Both Cat Williams and Kevin Hart both had artists in that show. And as the show did good, they did good. And their artists, their actors got to blossom and do bigger and better things after that. So, you know, really the next step is to be a platform for other people. Charlemagne the God is proposing that that deal with him and iHeart allows him to be a platform for several other artists and entities. Amanda Seals, Dwight Howard, etc. to have black voices and that black voices experience joe budden is doing that with his show and he's got the young ladies who come on see what ha happened was um and they get to talk about you know things from their experience and their side and their angle so you know the the next step in ownership and branding is definitely to create the network and allow allow other people to do their thing and blossom and grow as well i think that only makes sense so shout to tyler perry and uh, Tyler Perry Studios, whether you love or hate the content and the work, you got to appreciate somebody about ownership, somebody about branding, somebody about licensing, somebody about getting to the bag, creating legacy, creating a longevity play and not allowing other people to dictate how or how he can work, what he can work on 
or what his value is. And uh, all of that is dope. And that's got to be appreciated and loved and respected. Not just now, but forever. Because those are forever type of plays. Those are immortal plays. Those are creating a lasting legacy plays from going from being homeless, living out your car, doing small church plays to being, you know, at the top of Hollywood is not a small feat at all. And uh, he really did that thing. So shout out to Tyler Perry. Shout out to Tyler Perry Studios. Shout out to the play of our ownership and branding and doing our own thing. And all he preaches is do your own thing. Be your own producers. Be your own distribution. Be your own opportunity. Don't wait for them to give you an opportunity. Be your own opportunity. Be your own blessing. Be your own blessing. Be your own blessing. Don't wait for somebody to give you a handout. Hand yourself something. Be a blessing to you and to your loved ones. Be a blessing to your fan. Be a blessing to the team. Be a blessing to your community. Be a blessing to your block. Be a blessing. Don't try to fit in when you a standout. You be the blessing. You'll be the handout. You'll be the one giving people a handout. Just my thoughts. So shout to him for that, man. I think that's super dope. I think that's a very, very good look. And uh, Arby's. Buying Dunkin' Donuts for $11 billion. Whew. We have the meats. The meats must stand for, we have lots and lots and lots of money. I mean, I didn't even understand that Arby's had the game on Smash like this. But according to an article from Thrillist, Arby's owner is buying Dunkin' and Baskin Robbins for $11 billion. They also own Jimmy John's. And Jimmy John's and Dunkin' are about to come become cousins. Dustin Nelson from the Thrillist writes, We're probably not getting a roast beef sandwich with bagel for buns, buffalo wing flavored ice cream, or Jamocha shake donuts anytime soon, though those options are more on the table than they were this time last year. Inspire Brands, owner of Arby's, Jimmy John's, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Sonic Drive-Ins has announced that it will acquire Duncan Brands Group, which owns Duncan and Baskin Robbins. Get to the money, get to the bag, get to the money, get to the bag. The two companies announced the deal on Friday, October 30th. Inspire Wassells will shell out $11.3 billion, including debt to merge the Meat Mountain coffee shops and ice cream pit stops. But I mean, hold on. This also means that they're combining Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, just imagine this, guys. If they take Dunkin' Donuts and put it on shelves next to Entenmann's, a little more high-scale, upscale branding. Dunkin' Donuts could become an insane name in the consumer market. People would go to the store to buy a 30-box of Munchkins, a 12-box of Dunkin' Donuts, Old Fashions, or a mixed box. People would do this, and Dunkin' Donuts comes out with so many different type of custom flavors. If they can bring all that to the consumer market and have that available for people in stores, especially as... Duncan's brick and mortar stores took a big hit financially with everything going on. 
business-wise, I mean, I think that's just such a big look, and I think that that's just a smart play going forward. Duncan and Baskin Robbers are category leaders with more than 70 years of rich heritage, and together they are two of the most iconic restaurant brands in the world. Co-founder and CEO of Inspire Brands, Paul Brown said in a statement, by joining Inspire, these brands will add complimentary guest experiences and occasions to our current portfolio. I mean, a lot of people like to have a nice cup of coffee after their meal. You could have coffee there at Arby's, coffee there at Jimmy John's, coffee there at Buffalo Wild Wings, iced coffee, regular coffee, coffee with some liqueurs or liquor. I mean, the options are endless now. You have Baskin Robbins. You can take Baskin Robbins and make it more of a straight-to-consumer brand in supermarkets. You can have Baskin Robbins in the Buffalo Wild Wings, Baskin Robbins in the Jimmy John's or the Arby's. I mean, this just really gives this place a huge... Now they've got the desserts and the coffees that they probably needed to accompany all of their other product offerings. I mean, this is just insane. And again, but right now the play is probably going to be the consumables, stuff that people can order, ship online, stuff that people can have at home. Because, you know, this, you know, our current situation is not going anywhere. So that only makes sense. Furthermore, they will strengthen Inspire through their scaled international platform and robust consumer package goods licensing infrastructure. They can license these goods out to tons of other distribution companies, as well as add more than 15 million loyal customers. This is just a win-win-win. It was struggling previously. It was previously reported that Duncan was struggling through the coronavirus. Of course, people can't get in the stores as much. Gotta have masks, six feet of separation, less people in the stores, less workers in the stores. Can't have people eating, dining into the stores. And that was a big part of Duncan's model. People would just come in, sit with their laptops, eat, talk, have meetings. Very much a, a lower scale Starbucks, but you know, still great quality for what they offer and their product offering for their type of clientele. America ran on Duncan. People go to get out of their house earlier in the day to make sure they can get their Duncan before they jump on the train or on the bus or in their car. So they can start their day the right way, whether that be school or work or what have you, or a combination of the two. It was previously reported that Duncan was struggling through the coronavirus with the same U.S. with same store sales down 18.7% in the second quarter of 2020. It also plans to close around 800 stores this year, with more than half coming in the form of locations at Speedways. Though Reuters reports that sales have rebounded some. And Basque at Dunk, both Duncan and Baskin since their worst point of the since the worst point of the pandemic. Nonetheless, the combined enterprises will be a major restaurant group with more than 31,000 restaurants, 500,000 employees and 26 billion in system wide sales. For now, it's not clear whether Munchkin lovers should expect to see any changes. And you can continue to read the rest of the article and Thrillist. Shouts to Thrillist for this dope read. But anyway. Yeah, man, I think that's just a big business move. And, you know, I didn't know Arby's was getting to the bag like that, but that is absolutely dope, good business. Guys, be sellers, be sellers, be sellers, be sellers. If you can learn anything from this, the way you create legacy plays is through ownership and having products for sale. Master P talks about that all the time. Hey, having products for sale will last far longer than your individual career can last as long as longer than you can be out there grinding and hustling is creating products, building up those products, building up the platform to sell those products on and pushing, pushing, pushing. 
pushing products, ownership, ownership, licensing, branding, creating platforms to push and distribute. And once you get the platform large enough, collaborating with other brands that have great ideas, ingenuity, ingenuity, great insight, young, fresh energy, fresh eyes, fresh perspectives, and letting them use your created platform for a small piece, though a small fee, of course, Everybody eating, everybody winning, because now they get to be on a larger platform, get distributed and get more eyes on their products. And now they're selling more. You make a piece, they make a piece. Everybody winning. You help them with product branding and marketing and materials and packaging because you've got this bigger, more experienced, more seasoned network of people to do that for them. And they bring a dope idea to the table, a dope product to the table, a product that's proven to the table. Everybody win. Everybody eat. Ownership, ownership, ownership. And this new reality that we have coming, it's going to be all about ownership, all about investing, and all about having skills to compete in a global job market. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego, bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews with just a twist of his got a point of view. I'm getting out of here today. As the uh, week manifests, I think I'm going to jump in tomorrow for another follow-up real quick just to touch in and see what, what, what we have with the elections. You guys are amazing. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe to the show. Tell a friend, tell a friend. His ghetto point of view is on Wednesdays and Sundays. And please, guys, if you find it in your heart, please donate. The PayPal is phantomfuego at gmail.com. P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O. Phantomfuego at gmail.com and the Venmo is phantom dash fuego dash four two phantom fuego 42 phantom dash fuego dash 42 that is p-h-a-n-t-m p-h-u-e-g-o the number dash the number four number two all together thank you guys so much for listening see you in a few days see you tomorrow if everything gets crazy <laughs> but if not we'll definitely see you sunday Peace, love, and blessings. We out.